0: What is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Serie A experience with IFTV. A great weekend for some, and not as great a weekend for others. My man, Peter Curto, (laughs) on uh, on my right side. Not the greatest of weekends. Anto, for you, it it always turns out well, though, because for some reason, no matter how many players get injured, no matter who goes down, how the game is going, Milan always find a way to win. We're just talking off camera that we thought for sure was going to end in a 1-1. But that Milan mentality that you have this year keeps pulling through.
1: I like it. You know why? Because while we were watching the game, I had those two, <laughs> those two animals right next you? to me. <laughs> that as soon as uh, <clears throat> the game was tied on the overtime, they were doing, yeah, all of that, that uh, nasty stuff. They were just to wrap it in. In other words, yeah, screw you. And <laughs> then two minutes later, Not even. their faces were dropped like... Boom! Because it was another one-two punch that I couldn't take it. We left him just uh, like a. Gasping n- a for air. A fish out of water. Gasping for. That's a that's a right way to say it. Gasping for air. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> No more air. They need an <laughs> oxygen tank. Both of them.
2: <laughs> That's gonna be mean, down. Including
1: this, including the guy that the AC Milan fan over here, you know. I was lost fate, for air because I was so happy AC Milan, Milan scored.
2: You were what? I I was gasping for air because I was so excited that Milan scored. Yeah. Okay. Next. Did
0: you? Did you? When it was one-one, be honest with me. Did you think that you were gonna come back? Come uh, on.
3: No. Okay, no. Thank
2: you. I, have, I
1: I'm honest. I'm not like you, but at least I'm honest. <laughs>
0: How do you keep, like, when, when I was, when we were watching the game and it went 1-1, one, one, uh, especially with the injuries that you had, it was, we just mentioned that Calabria got injured during the game, Kier got injured during the game, did Salamakers as well get injured yeah. during the game? Yeah,
1: no, well, it was pulled out, it's not something crazy, if Salismaker, but it, it
0: well, was subbed. Calabria will be three months, yeah. I think Kier's 15 days, but no matter what. Milan, find ways to win the game. What, what does it come down to? It's 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 the mentality, it's the group work, it's uh, what's suspect from you,
1: from uh, from up above over there, from who's, whoever's sitting on the bench. Everybody does not give up until it's the end of the game. Mm-hmm. So whether it's one minute, whether it's three minutes, whether it's five minutes, or whether it's half an hour, everybody's mm-hmm. got the same laser-focused objective. I said, we have to do all we can to win the game. If we feel that we, we did our best and we don't come up with the top results, that's great. But uh, if we think that uh, we have to settle for the tie because we only have two, three minutes left mm-hmm. and we don't try, that's very bad. That's a bad, bad, bad karma and
0: mentality. But you even from a guy like Balotore who stepped in for Hernandez, he's he the guy that scores the goal. right?
1: And look the way Kroonich, Krunic is a sub, he comes in as a sub, and then I would say, okay, maybe Kroonich is going to take the back line with the Tonali. Instead, Krunic Watch was the right there, oops, sorry, Kroonich was right up there into the box, just redirecting with the head, that ball, the ball to with a little flat piatto, we say in Italian, plate. piatto, not a plate, That's what it was piatto, in piede piatto means flat. bang. Mm. With inside of the fourth, it just, just like a square right ball. Mm. Yes, square ball, boom, right in. And that was beautiful. And then out to put the cherry on the cake. Mm. It just on the break away from Rabich. Rabich, what a player, man. Rabich, if he's healthy, he's going to pay high dividends for us. So I'm just warning all of you right now. So regardless whether Ibra- Ibrahimovic is healthy or whether, uh, what's his name, Juru. Uh, is scoring or is now 100% on, that, on the on the top of his condition. We have so many players that at any time they can uh, put the game away for us. We have Brian Diaz that is not scared to, to shoot. Even Calabria, besides the fact that he got injured, Calabria takes shots from outside. I don't know if you have noticed since last year, Calabria has been shooting the ball from outside. Anybody on AC Milan can score. Pobega can score. We have uh, a, what's Mm -hmm. his name? Uh, uh, DK, DK, can he can can score. A lot of people. He
0: he hasn't scored yet. Doesn't
1: matter. He will score. Just once he started, he's going to put an extra warning on your heads. He's going to park himself into the Juventus, the Juventini's heads, the Interest. He said that guy is going to be one at the top. Just give him a couple more months until he finds his groove and his confidence comes up. And then he's going to put everybody out of your own misery. He's going to make yourself... Regret that you didn't pick up AC Milan to be number one, and we're going to be number one again.
3: So, jump off your point on the Catalan. Yeah, for you right now, it's not about what he does this year, it's what he can do next year. No, no, right? it's going to do it this year. The it's fact easy. of the matter is, he needs time to adjust. And yeah. if you look at how Tonali has really stepped into his role with AC Milan, mm-hmm. his first year was terrible. Mm-hmm. So, the fact that he's getting the time to play can get accustomed to Serie A. And, and and kind of break down these defenses, he's gonna be a fantastic player for you for next year. This year, he might pull off a, a good tail end of the season, but the important thing is your expectations are not so high that you crumble the player. He's a young player and he's time to develop and uh, he should have that. Then as far as Milan is concerned, it seems that any player that plays does well and understands what it is to wear the AC Milan shirt. Mm. And there's a winning mentality there that comes from the locker room where you have a lot of top players, even if they're not on the field right now, they still have a presence in the locker room. You have Pioli, who was the leader last year and is still the leader, which is, I think is a difference between Inter's, let's say Mm -hmm. Conte's Inter, where he won the Scudetto, but he wasn't able to cement the winning mentality into that team for that second year Mm -hmm. because that's what really develops uh, a team. Um, so you have this Milan team that now is in the second year with Pioli. The team is a well-oiled machine where they're going to fight till every, uh, you know, last drop and the injuries are definitely something to worry about because no matter what you need your players to be able to play because maybe versus Empoli, you can, you know, get that win, but versus other teams, the chances of you coming back after tying 1-1 in the 92nd minute is is not very high. Let's put it that way. But I think still all credit to Milan for what they were able to do going, you know, not necessarily down, but getting tied on within the 92nd minute to then come back literally in a minute from and score the goal and then get the 3-1 is massive. And it goes to show, we were talking about it off camera where the teams that are able to, you know, get these wins when the team necessarily is not playing great are the teams that go very far and and win the championship, right? The win the Scudetto.
1: I respectfully disagree to the only on one point mm-hmm. that AC Milan, you know, the only for last year this is the second year. This is already the third mm-hmm. year. There are three, there are, we are three years already into this path. The first year, it was just a, you know, Maldini getting cemented over there with mm-hmm. Massara and all the stuff. Mm-hmm. But now, now this is the third year that this group here is just adjusting few things around, and we are now in the position to do damage into the Serie, A into the Champions League. Mm.
3: No, you're right. As far as the third and the fact year, that, that
1: we are missing a bunch of players, we're not complaining about yeah, it yeah. because it's part of the part of the game.
3: I was saying, as far as the second year, meaning that last year you won the scudetto, oh, okay. so like that winning mentality was really established. I think last year, the year prior, you still have those hiccups. And One we came, thing, se- we came,
1: well, we came second. So uh, yeah. yeah, we were right yeah, there. Yeah,
3: but coming second is not winning, and it's sh- it's a difference. I going to say no. You no learn, th- you know, you know you're difference. Because You're You're the to because you know. yeah, can become. Right. no, I'm muscle not. Muscle muscle. With now. Saying I'm saying the there's years. a difference. Like Yo, Inter, last year, not to cut you off, but last year. The, that, yeah. the breakdown of, of that Inter team, you know, Inzaghi's team, did not win the Scudetto when they had a massive uh, lead, right, in, in what was it, when they came in January, whatever it was, I forgot the exact points, but we had a decent amount of lead and then the team just went down and that's bad. Mm. You
0: made a, a point that you were talking about off camera. I don't want to go too much into Inter, mm-hmm. but I think you should make it because it's relevant to what you just said and it was about the spirit of the team and about Pioli, and I think this was the first week that I noticed it, was when Inter goes down or things don't go well, I see a lot of finger-pointing and a lot of negative energy from a lot of the players. Screener, Bastoni, Barella constantly throwing their hands up, waving their hands around, blaming each other. And now, I don't want to read too much into it because sometimes it's good that you want to do that. But as far as Milan, I see even when they go 1-1, there's a different attitude and a different spirit. And again, I don't want to reach too much, but I just speak from personal experience. I remember when I was there to watch Italy against Sweden, Ventura's team, the one that we the first game in Sweden. And I remember I was very close to Ventura, and I could see his energy. And if you remember, Belotti had a ball that came in, headed it, and we missed. It was a great chance, probably the best chance that we had between the two matches. And the negative energy that. Ventura gave to the team. He took a bottle of water, threw it, and sat like a little child who didn't get his way, which is kind of the opposite of what I see at Milan. That mm-hmm. even when things don't go right, they give off the right kind of feeling. And you compared Milan winning against Empoli to the opposite of what Inter do.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: No, and I think you hit it on the, the the money, where you have the leadership, and when you have you know a, a sense of calmness in the locker room, you're gonna see that in. On the field, and it stems even from the top. You know, when there's a healthy uh, società, when there's a healthy club, even on the business side, it's gonna show the the hard work that is 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 put into it on the field.
1: Uh, You know what? Let me uh, to to make your point, Marco. When uh, when Giroud was called out and Rebic was brought in. When AC Milan scored with Rebic, the one celebrating the most was Giroud. Giroud was going out of his mind. I don't know if you've seen him, but that was stuck to me. I said, hey, look at the chemistry though that those people have. They are competing for the same job, but look how, how close they are with each other. So Giroud goes out of his mind when AC Milan scores the one-nothing, especially on Rebic's stuff. And then again, when Leao scored, because mm. Giroud technically, even though if he's not competing directly with Leao, those are the two leaders uh, of AC Milan for putting... the uh, the Numbers of uh goals, I'm sorry, to put the numbers uh, uh, of balls behind the 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 goal line over there, and the chemistry is there. Those people they feed off each other, the energy is there, it's all over the place. All the bench players, even Adley look Adley the way it was, it comp- was celebrating. Adley was didn't play one minute, maybe he's gonna get some uh, playing time on the Champions League, but Adley is not the one that is, uh, you know, sitting on the bench over there, he's jumping off his office. It's unbelievable, I said to myself, look at this guy, he's not playing, he's sitting on the bench, he hasn't been used much so far, but I guess he's waiting for his opportunity, and the way he celebrated after the goal, that means that the group is very, very, very united, and uh, you know, they all feed off each other's energy, and I think that makes for a
0: big difference. Mike, there was uh, two weeks ago, I think Allegri put out a quote saying, uh, I'm missing all my players, if you see Half of Milan's team go out injured, you'll see how much they struggle. Uh, he's kind of wished it into existence because now Milan are missing a lot of guys. Mike Maignan, Teo Calabria, Kier, Salamakers, um, obviously all for different lengths of time. How do you see Milan dealing with that, especially because they're going to play against Juventus this weekend? And Chelsea.
2: Yeah, it's true. I mean, it's I'm, gonna be tough. my comparisons, because Allegri yeah. said
0: the quote, and then Milan. How do you think that they deal with that? It's
2: obviously gonna be tough, but it's not something there. It's new to them. They've even last season they had, uh, I think, speed bumps in terms of injuries and players not being 100, percent especially with Zlatan not being there, who's being the starter. Giroud taken in, and now they also have a region in case things happen. But they have a lot of considerable players. Anto was mentioning Calabria to out for a while. Uh, But the thing with Milan is, I think they just have a championship mentality, so whether the Primavera Primavera player plays or the first player, I think they all are hungry to win. Mm -hmm. And I think that's very hard for a team to build, and they are the champions of Italy, so they really are defending something, they're showing that they're the big dogs in this league, and... I thought that maybe they fall off a little bit, but they're they picked up perfectly from last season. They really look strong. Even in the derby, they look so convincing against Inter. So it's obviously going to affect them, just like it's going to affect any other team. But I don't think it's going to be a huge uh, fall back, just because I think they they got a what they got the dog in them, as they say.
0: Is is Leal? The, before we move on, is Leal the best player in Serie? A?
1: Ooh. For his position, it's one. It is for his position. Kvara? no, it's no, no, Kuvara, Kuvara. Same cannot, position, but, no. Leao is by far much better than Kuvara. Okay, explain. For his position, yes, but in terms of who's the best on AC Milan, for me, it's Mike Magnan. It, everything rotates through him.
0: My question is: Is Leao the best player in, in Serie? A? Uh, for me, no. I don't know. I don't see anyone with the quality that Lea has. I think when he wants to play, he's, for he's, me. He's, is the best. he's unplayable. His first few steps, there's no one in the league that, defend, that can defend him because he's got this burst of speed that's impossible to stop. And now you back it with his scoring ability, which is improving. It feels like every game. And he also has a humbleness about his game as well. Like he knows that, I mean, stupid example, but... Even Zlatan, it's Zlatan's birthday, you know, calling him a legend and wishing him a happy birthday. Like, he knows his place in the team and he knows what to give to them. For me, he is superstar level, superstar level of Serie A, and he is becoming the face of the league, in my opinion.
1: I think, look, he's got excellent skills. He's he's still too young. He's a little green for my taste, but he... He has the tendency of missing and be a little cocky sometimes, missing those easy chances. He has a lot of chances. The game will have been put away for AC Milan on the first half. Yeah. And I think he doesn't really take, I'm not saying he doesn't take his job a little too seriously, but there are times that you need to be nasty. And you have to be nasty. Bury those, those easy chances. Why do we have to wait until the last minute for him to make something happen? I mean, That's the maturity, I think. I think it's about time for him to mature at Mm -hmm. at at this level. AC Milan is AC Milan. It's not any other team. On AC Milan, any chances that you have, you have to be more concrete. You have to just... Just put it yeah. right in. Don't wait until uh, the game uh, it becomes a problem. That one nothing for us. It was uh, it could have been a two or three nothing uh, on the second half for but uh, we didn't. And then we had to just uh, you know uh, beg Lady Luck over there for uh, on the uh, way on the overtime to to score again with uh, with uh, uh, Leao and uh, and what's his name uh, um, Paulo Touré. So uh, what I'm trying to say is, for me, in terms of skills and leadership role. I
3: think it's Mike Magnan is the best player in Serie A. No, there's no way. I think Leal, if we look at a prototype of a player that you want, is that. So he's got everything, the full package, the speed, the physicality, the technique. Like he can really do what he wants and he can score how he wants. I do see, I think with, with that package, it comes down to him, like Antonio said, his maturing into his role. And I think he's... Very close. I think he's very close, but he's still not so much that he lacks that killer instinct. Because right. when he's on, right. he's on. But it's just that you want him, like, he, I think he has everything in, in, in his toolbox mm-hmm. to be a Mbappe, like that type of player. Mm-hmm. So, like, the way that Mbappe uh, is literally every game, like, not even just every game, but like every minute, a, a danger. Like, he, people are scared. Like, there's games with Leao. Like he has if, lapses.
1: Leao's got yeah, lapses. I mean, but listen, any player uh, does. From every does. Every the time, he disappears oh, from but the but field. Every, every you don't even know does. that he's, he's on the field. But, but he has lapses. That but, very, but, every, every but then he player has player that out.
0: magic that no other... That's... For me, you, you're, like, touched with this ability that in a second, you could change, can game. change the game. Yeah, like, absolutely. it's not something that you even work on. It's just he's innately yeah, he has it in his game.
3: That's why. So, I think it's more so, like, a kind of like a Matrix effect. I don't know if you ever seen the movie. No. But literally so uh, not how does it go so it's a long movie <laughs> do it do it do it do it, the do it the yeah, exactly. so pretty much he's in the matrix he, he unlocks the code i guess oh, wow and he's able to see the bullets before they they're right uh, slow motion all right and so antonio so was like he he the unlocks. yeah so he doesn't even have to move that quick he could just okay. move out like, like quick. This, that was quick. Like that. <laughs> okay you know mike where do
0: you stand on this
2: for allow is he the best player in Serie A? It's hard to say. I think he's one of, I, I think it's very hard to top make three. him.
1: Top three. I'm not number one.
2: Make him uh unofficially the, top, the best player. Because right now there's informed players right now. Like are you describing from last season to this or just this season? Because there's a lot of back and forths on this. But I definitely think he's on the top tier of players in Serie A for sure. There's no question about that. Let's go on to
0: your team. That hmm. For me, you guys, lack uh, you lack a player like this. It's what I kept constantly thinking about during the Roma game, especially because Paulo Dybala was another guy that you were looking towards. <laughs> and it felt like destiny that, number one, he got an assist against Juventus, the team that didn't believe in him, and scores against Inter, again, another team that decided to go for another option. Mm-hmm. Uh, and both of those teams kind of lacking that sort of player with the creative spark. I know you feel like Inter played well. You lost in a game that, personally, before the game, I said there's no way Inter can lose this just because of the amount of pressure that was on uh, Inzaghi and on Inter, and you're playing at home, coming off the loss to Udinese. How would you see the game?
3: Yeah, I think... So, they played well enough. That's how I would I would dis- describe it because I think maybe they didn't deserve to lose based on the, the chances. I think it was a pretty balanced game. Now... Uh, you know, Inter at home should show their dominance, even though this is a much different Roma team than recent years. Um, they have quality players and are explosive in their in their counterattacks and what they can do on the field going forward. But just Inter in general, uh, I think as far as recent games, this was one of the better games that Inter has played, um, which is it saying much? I don't know. Mm-mm. But what we're what we're missing, especially in a 3-5-2 formation that Nzaghi's playing, is that person to take on the man, take on the defender. So if you don't have that to create that 2v1 or create that numerical advantage, now you're kind of just playing chess where you're moving one piece. And if it's so slow, the, the defense is going to be able to, to match every move. So you need that spark. Mm. You need somebody to come in, be creative, to beat a man on a dribble, to then now force the movement of the team and, and find the openness. I mean, listen, we hit, even in the second half, you know, Chana Logu had an amazing free kick, hits the, the crossbar. You know, we had opportunities to score. And the only problem is that for me, what I see is this, this inter-team is too fragile. At, a, you know, one shot, it's a goal against one opportunity creates havoc and there's a little blackout. So like there's too many of these missed, uh, I guess, um, I guess concentration problems with Mm. this inter team. And, you know, I don't know if it's within the locker room. I don't know if there needs to be a a spark with a a change of a formation, maybe that needs, mm -hmm. they're they're just, it seems like there's too many problems to, to let in 13 goals in, you know these amount of games i forgot exactly the amount games mm. eight games that's, that's way a lot, too that's much for losses and four lost losses half your games yeah, you lost last year you game. lost four games yeah. the entire season exactly so but, these are these are that's bad but, and at that point like you rather even tie games because at least wow. you don't lose right mm. the mentality is you didn't lose but too many games uh lost and too many opportunities gone missing and just just like especially the defense but it's just disappointing for me that's a good point the defense. you know i'll tell
1: you why marco i'll tell you It's a great point that Peter just brought up right now the defense the defense is supposed to be the area where inter should be excelling because they yeah. have nothing but top of the line names you got bastoni you got devry you got a uh, uh you know, screen Screenyard, and then uh you know, the fact that you played the three-five-two, this is the best defender with Andanovic was number number one all the time. Andanovic, Andanovic, miracle, Miracolo, miracle. So Andanovic, <laughs> those three or four players with this. Are we
2: talking of,
1: about the same goalkeeper? Yeah. So what happened? Andanovic, yeah. Skriniar, Bastoni, and now they brought even. Uh, Thank God, actually, you brought in. Uh, Acerbi. Yeah, Acerbi. Acerbi. Thank God, you brought in because at least you have an option yeah. to try to fix things around. But this is what's letting you down. And this is supposed to be the strongest you know mm-hmm. a, a foundation for you to just bring the game up mm-hmm. and just uh, just be, be in other words, don't worry about it because mm-hmm. we are there for you guys on the back. But this is what's becoming the major problem. Your back, your defense is not good. It's either they have that this year. I see lack of confidence, and there is too many rumors, uh, you know, swirling around some of the players that they are rumored to to leave. But Screaming every every them. but every team yeah. has rumors uh, you don't around, around their, their players. Stop with that, There's Marco. rumors
0: around Leal, but look what Leal I, does. Well, I, well, come on. One
1: thing is having a rumor that it, it's uh, just a rumor. One thing is just something that is more than a rumor. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm you're, saying? i a rumor let me just give you the difference. In the AC Milan, we have noises. A noise is just some some sort of a background noise, eee, like a mosquito. In Inter, it's ru- it's a
3: rumor, like boom, 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 <laughs> like boom. boom. Hello. Listen, rumors. They every good? team has to yeah. deal with them. Every player knows the this certain that But that's not an excuse, like do. Marco said. But the thing is, that's I don't even think excuse. that's the excuse. If you wanted to say like background noise, I think it's more so uh, Zhang might have put the team up for sale. The 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 management not being able to make moves on players quote-unquote, Bremer, Dybala, because you couldn't fortify the team, you let Perisic go because you didn't have the money to to spend on Perisic, or you didn't come to an agreement during the season to let Perisic... So there's a lot of those things that are involved. And I think it also, like I said, what happens within uh, uh, the team... Within the uh, we l'associata. don't know who's the locker
1: room. We're not, we don't have leadership on but the locker it's room. But besides right
3: leadership. I don't even think it's a question about leadership. It's more so just when you have uneasiness or players not knowing what's going on or whatever, mm-hmm. there there always seems to be something that transpires into the, into the field, transpires. right? Transpires. And what, what I see is that a lot of the mistakes that the Inter team make, they keep on doing it. So mm. that's a problem. When you keep on making the same mistake over and over again, the same goals letting it like smalling, you have to be marking smalling. You mm. cannot have him have that opportunity. Screener is behind like, him. Yeah, screen you like come on. This is these are things that set pieces is a matter of concentration. Mm-hmm. Mm. It's not something that happens, it was a freak goal. Like there's mm-hmm. chances that you can that happens. But on set pieces, if you're a top team, you know exactly where you have to be and you have to be marking that person. And that's a lapse of concentration. And to bring up your point about Handanovic, obviously he's an older Handanovic, is not the same Handanovic. He's still a very good goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. But there needs to be a question where uh, a Inzaghi, you have to make a decision because guess what? The fans right now are not too happy with Handanovic because I think even the Dybal- so. Dybala's goal, you know, it's it's blockable for a top goalkeeper. I yeah, think I think it. you can make that save. If you yeah. have a hand to it, mm-hmm. yeah. you can make that. It wasn't hit extremely hard. Yes, you have to still make the save and goalies you know, uh, can mess up. Right. But if you're a top goalkeeper better, and you have Onana on the bench, now you're not talking about having mm-hmm. Radu on the bench. You have Onana that o you're Tataru supposed Shano. to... Yeah, mm-hmm. you, you have Onana that's supposed to... Inzaghi, you have to put your money down mm-hmm. and say, hey... Onana is our goalkeeper moving forward because mm-hmm. guess what? If you have Onana playing the Champions League, there's got to be a reason there. But Pete, this is what's
1: throwing them. you off. I'll tell you why, yes. Marco. Just let me make this point, and then uh, then you you just go. This is what is going to throw you off. Is the fact is the fact that you're creating this uh, this kind of uncertainty into the heads of those top players. You know now Onana is supposed to be starting uh, on the Champions League, probably even on the Campionato. Bastone is nervous. If you see the body language of uh, of Barella, every time that uh, somebody whistles a foul, a foul against uh, Inter, Barella goes Woo, to the ref, and that body language is very conducive to have a lot of nervous mentality you're not playing with a championship mentality you're just too nervous on the field and you and everybody can feel it, including even the spectator
0: and I think that led perfectly into the team that actually won the game who we need to give credit to mm-hmm. and that's Roma because they were organized they were concentrated all the things the opposite they were saying about inter Roma did and yeah maybe it wasn't beautiful they didn't create as many chances as they did in in their previous matches it wasn't that type of match. I think in the second half they they looked a lot better than what they did in the first half, and they played the game the way that they had to make it played. And you know what I saw is that it was more of an eleven players that were just fighting for each other. They were they were moving in the same direction. They were each teammate was helping each other out and picking up slack. Smalling had a, came up big besides just the goal in the defense for Roma as well. It was all these little moments, and then when you also have a talent like. Paolo Dybala, who so many teams passed on this summer. He has done phenomenal. That is the world-class ability. That is that little lack that at any moment, the man can change the game. Yes, we could say Handanovic should have saved it, but either way, Dybala is such a a game-changer. Is he the thing that solves all the problems of Roma? No, No, but he gives him that edge in important matches where the big criticism of Roma is that they don't beat the top teams they went to the San Siro. They went to the San Siro with the coaches under pressure, with the team who needed to win the game, and they, they came away with the win. It was massive.
1: And Mourinho wasn't even sitting physically on the bench. He was on the stand.
0: But you know what? I think that even helped them a little bit. Well, I, I, oh think yeah? that, I think that made the team could be, could be. have a little bit more of a bite to make. To make him proud, he also took a really courageous decision in sitting out Tammy Abraham, which I thought was pretty ridiculous, to be honest with you. And listen, in the end, when it works out and when you win, you're the genius. He was celebrating in his bus. And you gotta say, <clears throat> excuse me, you gotta say that this Roma team, I believe it was 10 Serie A games in a row that Inter always, always has Roma's number. Things uh, have finally changed.
1: Yeah, but the stats are meant to be broken. Don't you Don't you remember what I, I told you a few, a few weeks ago? Okay, so this inter, it's becoming... We're talking about Roma. I know, but we're talking about uh, our case, Roma. But a stat is a stat, is a number. Soccer, you have to play the <laughs> ball. Make the ball rolling, okay? Soccer uh, is soccer. Stats are stats. Stats is mathematician, and it's, you know, pens and just reads. The ball has the role.
0: And he's around. Mike, what'd you think about uh Roma rolling the ball into the back of the net? Beautiful. Inter?
1: Beautiful.
2: I don't, for Inter, I wanted to say uh I don't know. I think I think I'm starting to believe Gaetano in terms of Inzaghi saying I thought I to be honest, I thought Gaetano was being a little harsh. I was like, What's what's your problem with Inzaghi? He's not that bad, he's not that bad. And then I'm starting to agree with him. I feel like I'm on the other side of the pedestal on him. I think time time's running out for him. I don't think he has enough what it takes to coach uh, to coach a top team like Inter. As you could see, they're losing the motivation. I think he was hanging on of what Conte was doing, and hopefully was riding it till the last, till it's on, till it has no more wheels left. And he thought he can implement his own kind of style. But he's not learning from his mistakes. He's doing the same things. He's not motivating his squad. His team's not playing like they should be like a contender for the Scudetto I don't see any hunger for them and they shouldn't be losing to Roma when you're up 1-0 um, and it's very worrying for Inter because I had I, a lot of people had to win the Scudetto on this I would I would change my prediction completely because and I think a lot of it has to do with Inzaghi they got good players now I know some they're facing injuries just like every other team but right now they would be struggling for top 4 for me because they look horrendous Honest, per, and how about Roma? for me how about At Roma? Roma they did well coming back uh, from 2-1 even when Mourinho not on the bench the ball is so good man that guy I feel like he just demands power and respect whenever he's on the field you know he can do anything unpredictable and that's why you have him and bringing Tam- Tammy I think that was smart for Mourinho uh, having him on the bench since he, he wasn't his usual Tammy from last season and he maybe he wants him to starve him a little bit so he can get a little hungry for the goals but they did what they could mm-hmm and they got the job done overall, and I think Roma are going to have a pretty good season. Yo, good funny from funny
1: man. you mention Gaetano before. Gaetano, he, mm. he's got an extra wavelength that, that we don't get to see. Yet. Oh, yeah, what did so, he say? He, what he he, he, the text before the light. game, before wavelength. the game, he said, he, before the game, <laughs> actually, before the game started, he, said, he put Roma winning in Milano. Did he, uh, you did. Did he put Roma winning? Yes, he did. Mm. And then... That's and a then take. What oh. you, you saying about uh, Gaetano having this kind of a problem, quote-unquote, with Inzaghi. I agree with him. He's... He's he right. see what we don't see because I we know. are normal people. Catano is not normal. Catano yeah. is
2: extra. <laughs> We're the peasants. He's yeah. a boss, right? <laughs> but he sent a
0: message. I don't understand what it means. He said, "Don't forget to mention that Roma was going to do well versus Inter." Well, I what mean?
1: On this prediction, he made a prediction, a prediction. even before it means? the game. I think it means for him. He predicted that Roma was going to to take the game away from Inter.
0: Mm. Yeah, it's. Uh, I, I mean, listen, it played into their hands. The only thing I'll say, if I'm being critical, because. When you look at the performance, I mean mm-hmm. Roma didn't put in an amazing performance. You get the win, you don't care, who it doesn't matter. They played off of the weaknesses of Inter. I just can't stand the Matic Cristante duo in the midfield. I don't care. I don't like it at all. It's too defensive. The I- ball does not get moved the proper way. That's one thing that I can't I can't buy into. Mm. And I think that when they did change that up and when it does move, even Cristante, I mean, he loses the ball I think he lost the ball in like the 90th minute at one point where he's trying to just overdo things. For me, the two of them together, they don't work. Marco, they you got work.
1: Spinazzola, you got Pellegrini. And to be honest with you, but we're talking Matic, about Matic, different positions. Matic, he didn't play a big game.
0: I like the way he plays. I'm saying I'm not I'm not arguing Matic didn't play a good game. I don't like the two of them together.
1: Oh, but over there that oh no, on oh no. That double
0: pivot in front. Four, I think two, three, they're one. way more dynamic if they put Pellegrini and Matic or Pellegrini and Cristante. I just think that the balance is formed a little bit better because neither of them really like to take the ball up or really it's technical it's enough.
1: Zaniolo, I w- I wish we would be criticizing more Zaniolo because Zaniolo, not there. I don't think this all of this hype about Zaniolo. I think uh, Roma would have done a better a better job for to let him go. He's maybe just to are from from injury. I know, I, I, Come on, uh, hey, you, are, you die young. You have to be here. You, you have, you have I, to be. I sure. think he
0: brings. I think he brings a different dynamic where he's he's like he's like a horse. In, I'm, crazy about him. For I'm him. not crazy he about bring, him He brings that energy And I think when he's paired yeah. with Dybala They they kind of complement each other well Because one runs a little bit more One can go at his defender uh, Where is a little bit more creative And a little bit more thoughtful So personally I don't see that as a problem But let's move on Talk about Napoli against Torino Which was, I thought this was going to be a way tougher game For Napoli I was hoping to was Pretty much done in the first half They went up 3-0 uh, against a uh, Torino side under Juric, who's very well coached in my opinion, he puts out a team that's difficult to beat. Tactically, they're organized. Even if quality-wise, of course, they can't compare to uh, to Napoli. Funny, I was listening to Juric's uh, press conference before the game, and he said, "We don't have enough of a bite. We don't. We don't. Uh, we're not football. We're not. We're not witty. We don't make the foul. We don't make that extra foul." But I don't think there was anything he could have done more against an Napoli side who's just rolling on all cylinders. For me, best team. In Serie a this season so far, everything he said works
1: sorry. He out. He you said Sari. Did he didn't say Sari at know. all. I think I heard Sari. You're obsessed no, with Sari. Uh,
0: I think that they're. I, I think that they're rolling on all cylinders. Kim, who's come in, has been fantastic in the defense. Of course, it's a small sample size, but my gosh, his replacement of Koulibaly looks looks genius at this point. Uh, and then again, midfield for me, midfield is always the most important position in. In a field, in a team, and when you have a good midfield, you can make up no matter where you would lack. So even when they lose Osiman, they've got Raspadori and Simeone coming. I mean, they're just they're fantastic. They're, they're amazing to watch. To
1: me, they're stacked on the, on midfield and and forward the uh, the forward line. But I think if Napoli is going is going is gonna fail, it's gonna be the defensive line. I mean, I like it a lot, Kim. And I like
0: uh, what they have like right money, now. So they're forth. all playing, really. Even Mario Roy. Said, can you imagine complimenting yeah, Mario Roy? Mario but he's actually been good. Well, if they're, gonna fill, if they're going to fail, if they're
1: uh... going to crack, if some crack is going to show on, uh, at some point on the Napoli uh, his game, is going to be on defense. Because uh, one of them is Mario Roy, that I'm not that big, that, that high on him. And uh, the other one, it would be maybe Meretti, mm-hmm. even though he's been playing a spectacular... Uh, I think Meretti deserve even uh, the to start on the Italian national team. But... To take away from there, I said the Napoli at some point is going to crack and I think the defense is going to be the problem.
3: I mean, it's not so much that they're going to crack, it's just during the season you can't yeah. win every game and it's normal. So it's w- more so, and besides them cracking, it's how do they respond to problems? How do they respond to injuries? No. How do they respond to losing a game? Though That's the important part within a team winning a Scudetto. But the Napoli team, I think they have great depth. They have players that yeah. can start. You know, on every team in Serie A, whether it's Simeone, who last year went off with with Verona, Raspadori, I think we saw him already with the Italian national Mm -hmm. team, what he was able to do. So, and and you have Oshiman. So, like, all these different players Mm -hmm. also add a different dynamic to the Napoli attack. Like, if you wanted to change the way to the approach of a game, you can have Oshiman that's running through the channels and, and, you know, going with the long ball. Or you can have Raspadori, who's going to be able to come in, play that Falso Nueve, and, and and change something. And then obviously, the big Kvara. The big guy is, is Kavara Shelia, mm-hmm. who this kid has been unbelievable. And, uh, you know, uh, he's an exciting player to watch, mm-hmm. but also what he's able to do on the field. Mm-hmm. I think a lot of, we, we take it for granted to a certain extent, but he's so smart. Mm-hmm. And that's what I love about the player. Like he doesn't do something just because, right? He does it with a purpose. And I think mm-hmm. for any young guy that wants uh, to mm-hmm. play, you know, it's understanding mm. what you do and why you do it. So the idea to dribble is not just to have fun with it; mm-hmm. is to to escape, to get through, to make a pass, to make a to hit a shot. So uh, no, Napoli, I think is is fantastic and and rightfully uh, deserves to be on that first place. Uh, it's so
0: I, well said I, about Kvada, though, because what I always think about, I think about players that make you want to play the game. And when you're playing, as a kid, I just, I remember, you know, my dad would show me videos of Roberto Baggio. He'd pull out VHSs and put them in before we would go to play at Diker Park. And he'd say, look at this move that he would do. And then you want to mimic it. For me, Cavada has that kind of level Mm -hmm. of, obviously, I'm not comparing him to Baggio. But what I'm saying is, like, when you see him play, you want to go play. Like, you want to do his moves. Like, he brings that excitement to the league that I think we so desperately need. And he has that added ability that, like you said, he can open up space. He makes the channel. He's not scared to go direct. And I love that about a player. So I don't remember a player who's been signed that's popped into a team and has had more of an impact than Kvada. I don't know now if you asked
1: I t- two players uh, that uh, they're making uh, the fluidity of the games. First of all, it's so beautiful to watch. But uh, Loboca and uh, Kavaris, those are the different makers of Napoli right now. To me, those two players, if one of them gets injured, or oh, uh, it's going to be a different Napoli. But uh, to me, Bocca and uh, Kvara, they are uh, the, two, the two most dangerous players in Napoli. One, he controls the tempo, and Kvara, like you just said, is so unpredictable. It will take you one on one and it will create a lot of space because you don't know. You never know whether the guy's going to pass the ball or he's going to put the ball deep or he's going to take you one on one and just create something from nothing. So. Uh,
2: yeah. The ball is on you, Mike. You're talking to Lobotka. <laughs> Have about Angisa too? That guy is playing like a superstar, scoring two goals. Mm-hmm. You don't know if he's a striker. He's back there, uh, sly tackling, getting the ball away. He's all over the place. Fulham almost feels so <laughs> weird that they sold him when he was over there. And now he's a completely changed player. And I think we got to give a lot of credit to Spalletti. A lot of people were probably egging him on, saying, oh, he's not a coach who wins good that, or he hasn't won anything. But he, I think he... Gets the best out of a lot of these players. They're making them play very well together. Uh, Gvada, of course, great match as usual. But the midfield with Lubotka and Gvada. We were with Ludo the other day, and he was he was talking about how they they dance like a little. They have a little tango dance. A little. They look like ballerinas dance on the field. They complement. How did it go? I don't know exactly. How did they dance? They like the dance? It was one. like one of these bad yeah, boys. These. What is that, tango? I think it was their dancing said. is much better. Yeah. Yeah. A little ballroom dancing. Yeah, I'm no professional. I'm trying to imitate. Well, but. I dance well too. Didn't you see me yesterday? You look pretty decent. Yeah, yeah you guys are yeah. wild yesterday. With, with some uh, from some. You see my move speed. You see I have my to do moves? the chicken no. one. Do the. No, you <laughs> want me to show the chicken one right <laughs> now. Do the
3: octopus one. Oh What are you doing?
1: Hey, he's bringing the octopus on the table. <laughs> so,
0: for those that don't know, they went to an octopus party. It looks like Squidward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't- He actually look
1: like a
3: spider instead of an octopus. A
0: tarantella, right? I don't know why you guys went to an octopus party. Uh-huh.
1: Well, it's Whoa, uh,
3: it's the f- yeah. it was the 50th anniversary yeah. of the Caduti di Superga yeah. for the Mola di Bari uh, mm-hmm. soccer club mm-hmm. that I played for. Mm. and um, legend, they then. do a sagra del polpo where mm. in italy there's always the every, every town has yeah. a feast a food yeah. feed, fest. Fest, mm. fest. and um for this particular one it was octopus and and you know antonio i don't know if we put the video out but antonio no we didn't put him is, i don't know if we can he's a master of uh of octopus that he really is able to domesticate an octopus domesticate.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay Ado, what do we got here okay we got it. We got octopus, we got calamari sand. So, how do we eat this? We got
3: vegan. Hey! One
2: more. One more. That's good for you. That's the
0: best protein.
1: Oh my God. Hey! Here
3: we
1: go! <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> you got that right. I domesticated it on my cooked. mouth. <laughs> <laughs> Raw
3: cooked. You name it. Antonio. well
0: the funniest thing was uh so for little backstory we posted a little bit on social media but we also we played a game uh sunday morning uh and we had dre cordero and poppy miller uh, who came out from uh, the paramount guys and they came play to play a game with us and the funniest thing is you told them about this party i guess because afterwards uh poppy asked me she said you know don't you keep talking about like eating raw octopus like was it is that Real is that's obviously fake, right? He can't do that. And then I forward the videos that you said that you, you did. Well, you, you said, yeah, you Bobby, said, this is real. Oh, yeah, 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 he, yeah. yeah. He, we made the and, yeah, okay. and nobody could believe it. But I was trying to explain to them that where you're from, that's a very usual thing.
1: It's normal. Okay.
0: To eat raw octopus. Yeah,
1: we made Mike eating the octopus in the set. He did episode. not like it at all.
0: What do you mean he didn't like Mike's it? Mike's face was. No it? no,
1: it was delicious. It was delicious. Come Come on, should
2: I, can we
0: post a, video, can we <laughs> <just> post a <laughs> screenshot of the your face is, when you ate I,
2: it? I made a rookie mistake. I didn't add lemon to it. There you no, go. That's you why I messed messed but then up. you said
0: you don't put lemon? No, I'll tell you what. You said in the video you don't
2: the put lemon. The
1: octopus. No, I'll tell you. Let me explain. Okay. The octopus, when he's sitting on ice, because you have to keep it on ice before you serve it it takes a little bit uh, uh of the, the the fresh water the flavor taste. from it. so for you to be serving an octopus raw or a sip or a carfish raw yeah you have to be let him sit on a, a, like a salt ice in mm-hmm. other words put mm-hmm. some salt over there to the water the has to be salty right? water but my question in, the video, the, in v- the video from the video you
0: say it's more of american style to put lemon on it Yes. Well, in Italy, first of, like no you don't have even lemon. No, octopus, no, I don't so. have it. I
1: don't have to have it with lemon. It's just so, so nice. It's just raw, like
0: the authentic way that you eat in body. In it's raw. 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 Listen okay. to
1: me. Actually, the calamari with them alive. The octopus not really alive. Yeah, but I don't the know the calamari. If I can do that. The calamari I'll challenge you. You guys are gonna like it so much. <laughs> yeah, the you calamari guys are, challenge. But listen to me. You guys are gonna like even the the, the squid
3: games has nothing to do yes, with you.
1: No, listen. <laughs> even the fish, alive. And you guys once no, you try the first time, you're gonna become addicted.
0: Okay, maybe we'll uh, maybe we'll you're pop in some of the addicted, videos. But anyway, you. that's uh that was that's how they spent their Sunday, and that's uh that's. Even that's it a was a uh, puppy.
1: If you're listening to this podcast, it was so nice to meet you in person for the first time, and uh, I don't know if I should be revealing that puppy now is an ASML fan. You know, maybe uh, behind That's it, actually that's she true behind uh, the She said team. that so you would stop maybe. talking that's Yeah, maybe true. she did it just to make me happy But uh, Papi, she's a good player She's a good player I wish she would have just uh, tackled you a little stronger But uh, she she's she got a beautiful ball control She knows how to pass the ball She knows Left how to foot. move on the field Left foot
0: and Hey, Dre is good too
1: Yeah. Well, I think Papi
0: Oh, Papi's better than Dre? Yes Oh, Ooh, that's because she was on your team <laughs> <laughs> that's Well, all.
1: no, she did a great job
2: anyway right. and we won right Anto and we
1: did good, we did
0: good. yeah their, their team won they scored 11 goals we scored 12 but, uh, yeah, but they, the they, these three wait, wait, these three goal, no? losers over here no.
2: wasn't a golden goal Anto
1: yeah we did yeah, that's what I thought and we they did. accepted to play yeah. the golden goal and we goal won because we so scored the you know, this one. is loser mentality loser mentality you know, when yeah, you're yeah. a Juventus you <laughs> fan uh, you, you're starting <laughs> to lose you, you become like one of those so. mm.
0: I'll explain it real quick anyone ever play in those games in like the schoolyard and a team is winning by so many goals and then the other side screams out oh last goal wins nobody ever said replies and what then they that? score and they hey, think that what they won. That's about? how it ended 12-11. Anyway, <laughs> let's talk about another team so that uh, that won and uh, finally made things very easy and, and simple on their fans, which was Juventus. 3-0 uh, against a Bologna side, who I saw a stat that they were the bottom two teams in terms of their body centro, the, the team's placement on the field. They were the lowest. Mm. Bologna was 20th and Juventus was 19th, if oh I'm God. not mistaken, or seventeen and 18th. One of those. Uh, but Juventus, I, I had a feeling that this game coming out of the international break, they needed to make some sort of response. Uh, you see the half-empty stadium goes to a lot of the way that the team is uh, is playing. Uh, Kostic and Vlahovic both did great. They linked up with Serbia in the international break, and then they linked up uh, again. Really both bright spots. We also added up, they scored 67% of Juventus' goals in Serie A wow. between uh, sorry, no, 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 Milik. Milik and Vlaovic. Mm. Sorry, not Kostic. Milik and Vlaovic scored 67%. He's nervous.
1: He's nervous. I'm of, uh, of
0: the Serie A goals because Milik also was on the score sheet uh, as goals. well. Uh, yeah, hard to add up when you guys are cheating over there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so they made they made it simple. They made it um, uh, a good game. For me, honestly, before the match, I thought that this would be a moment. I think that this will be the turnaround for Juventus this season. They got Keza, who started training with the rest of the group. They got Pogba, who started taking the field again. I feel like they needed a moment of going into a break, come out, win 3-0, and try to start fresh against the Milan side next week that will also be depleted. And again, another way to make a statement. You're Things laughing, no, you I
3: saw a something. funny meme. And so that's why i, I love was some the meme. Memes? You saw the meme, Pete? There was a meme. You Can you show it, tell it to us? us? Show it to us. I'm going to tell you it. Okay, but even it? better. So they said like, oh, Juventus scored three goals yesterday. That was because they were away from Allegri for 10 days. So oh. <laughs> that, was, that was the, that was that the makes sense. But you know, the jokes aside. <laughs> that makes sense. The Juventus <laughs> team, you know, I think also the biggest thing is goals allowed, keep it at zero. And then obviously for Juventus, it's, it's being able to score goals. You have the players. I like Allegri, I guess, uh, move to to put Vlahovic and Milik to start them. So that shows that, you know, there's an effort to to go forward. And then, like Marco said, you're going to have players now coming back from injuries. Like, the quality of the players are there. You know, no one can really discuss this. I think it's more so Allegri and his style that puts a lot of, uh, I guess, uh, question marks on this Juventus team and where they can go. But, I mean, to any for anyone that thought that Juventus is not going to be in the fourth place uh, range... I mean, you guys have something else to, uh, you know, some, out, some, right? some, something good. You guys are on something. So the are thing we are is, on
1: something on what? You when don't you think, think we are you don't on, think, on you, don't,
3: you don't think Juventus is gonna be there in the end? I'm not sure about that, Pete. I'm not saying to win the Scudetto, but they're gonna be. I'm not sure about right that, there. Pete. I'll I'm listen, not sure about that. With the players that they have, I think they'll I be mean okay. They should. They yeah. should. I mean, they they should. should.
2: The thing is, the thing with me is, it's one game. Yeah, it's good and all. But I don't want to base it just on one game. It's not, I don't want everything swept under no. the rug based on this. There's obviously going to be a lot of trolls from Juve. So, yeah, they got time away from the club. They got maybe a little break, a little re, uh, refreshing, I think, altogether from the international break. But I want to see within the next few days if they continue to play this well or if it was just one off game and... The chaos is going to return back. I think the only time will talk. But Mike, up. look, next week
1: they're going to be facing, before the, besides the Tel Aviv, they're going to be facing Love AC Milan. This. Their chances to turn the season around, I don't think this is your turning point. For you to turn the season around, you have to win against AC Milan, which you could. Uh, win? Because AC Milan is to. down they right, right now. We don't have, have some of our best players, no, but nevertheless. Sad. They don't have wait. to win. You, they have to. Like he t- said t- to turn the season around, you have to win. For you oh, to turn you. the season around, what you have to put the Putin the season
2: tools. around for you? Scudetto win? No, for
1: they're not to be on the. They're not going to win the Scudetto. They don't have the quality to win the Scudetto.
0: It's not about going for the no, Scudetto. It's about so having them. a spirit around you that you start to win and you start to get out of this negative spiral of losses to Monza to in right. all of these games. They have, and the people, they,
1: won, they have to win the next two games. They have to win them decisively. In other words, not those scrappy wins or lucky wins. They have to show them that the, the team is there, the quality is there, and that the will is there, and the mentality is there. Because not, you know, the game is not what the game itself. You know, every every season, every week can change. But the mentality and the will has to be there. You have to show me on the field. So the next week is going to be very critical for you guys. If you don't pivot on the right side, on the, on the
3: positive side, I think that your season can be big trouble. I disagree because I think versus Milan, you're allowed to, to lose. In, no, you're in not. AC
1: Milan doesn't have six or seven stars. In the ninth.
3: But his point was saying right. if you want
0: to turn around, then All there right, needs to be a win. Yeah, He's not need, saying that you had
3: to. Yeah. Okay, I, I accept that. But the same thing <laughs> is, the season is very long. And this this season and this year, there's a lot of good teams. So like we've been saying over and over again, anybody can surprise anybody. A lot of these, I guess, lower level teams are giving a run for the money for the, these big top teams that we're so used to winning. So I feel that, you know, as long as Juventus are, are in it, and, and can keep up with the, and, and, and that the top teams are not too far, like they have a chance to even potentially win the Scudetto.
1: Get out of here Pete,
3: you must have been some
1: sort of a, what have you been drinking lately? I mean yesterday we had a party. I had a, I had a few, I had a couple, of few drinks. I had a, what, what did I have mine? Sex on the beach, right? And
2: A couple of them.
1: And then a yeah. uh, ramen, uh, Coke and rum, ramen and Coke, whatever. Yeah. Th- what, what were you drinking? Something is not Peter really. Peter only. Juventus <laughs> winning the Campeonato? Maybe next How many, point, how many
3: points away are there?
1: They are alive. Seven. Seven. So? Three games. Yeah, but look how many teams that, that I defining. understand,
3: but it's still early, Anto. Too still early. early. So that means you can win too, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah.
3: <laughs> can you? Of course I can. You have to be a believer. The math,
1: the stats, and the maths are still there for everybody of to course. win. Okay, so you can still win, right? Say
3: it. Say, <laughs> say, you say it. You want to try to get me? Yeah, better. say it.
1: Can you still win, Pete? Can
2: you still win? Mathematically. Milan can still win. No, you. <laughs> <laughs> See
1: what I'm trying to do, this little guy? All right. So, Marco, congratulations. You were fighting for the scudetto.
2: <laughs> congratulations. Okay. That's you know, what I call you it know, to be. You,
3: know, you are great to twist. It, I don't twist worry, anything. He's a manipulator, right? right. right? You a super You've known him for question. how many years? You should you be a reporter. Though.
2: You should be a reporter. A journalist. All
1: right. Next.
0: <laughs> Let's go to a team that, if you want to talk math, uh, Udinese are right oh there at the God. top With the rest of the crew I watched their game against Verona today And and this team I love teams that you believe That they're going to get back into a match And I was sure that Udinese Was going to come back into this one They were losing 1-0 to Elis Verona And uh, this this man Sotil is unbelievable They've never had six wins uh, in a row This early on mm. In the history of Udinese Wow, In the history of the club We, we posted it Uh on the on the scoreboard today it was the it was the caption and they have the most points from a losing position so that means that they keep their team so teal keeps his team in there even when they're out and he was going against their former coach and Choffi, who is Verona's uh, coach now and Verona, my gosh, they play terrible. Verona played terrible. But I wouldn't think until some chances in the first half all they the do is, half they all
3: they do is cross okay. the ball.
0: That's their only game right, plan. They have some chances. Well. That cross was a nice goal. In. The first goal was nice. That, uh, their, only, their only game plan is to be physical and is to cross the ball in. That's exactly what Trophy did with the Udinese last year, uh, which is why course. they didn't do as good. Now they brought in a guy who's brought a lot more structure to the team and who plays the game the right well, way, in my opinion. For the way that I see it, that's how I would analyze it because this is virtually the same exact squad as last year that is performing way better. Actually, they lost Molina, so they have to play Pereira as the right wing back. So they've... Gone down, in a sense, if you even want to say that. Uh, But either way, it doesn't take away. They brought Beto in. Beto scores the goal. Mm -hmm. Uh, They win the game. And and this Udinese is is flying high. and, And you love to see it. They fight. They're demanding. Even a guy like Becao. I mean, I couldn't stop looking at him the entire game. He plays as a right center back. But he'll go up and attack. He plays as like a right wing at times. He's aggressive. He goes to the ball. He's very good with his head. They have a bunch of guys who just play the game the right way. is the
1: best player for me that I have. Delofeo is everything goes through him. Everything. He's 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 the 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 fantasista. They have a good mix. They got physical, like
0: Makengo too. Makengo goes into a tackle. You're not winning the tackle. In Italy,
1: we call him la mina vagante. That means translated in English. It's the... What do you call those? I don't know. What do you call Lamina? (laughs) Lamina is something that explodes when you touch it. The mind. The mind. The mind that is nobody knows what it is, so.
2: Unpredictable mind.
1: Unpredictable mind, let's see. <laughs> La Mina Vagante, just go double check, Google it up.
2: Yes. So Google that's what De
1: is. De Lofeo, it's all over the place for uh, Udinese. He could've and went to a bigger team. I wish I, I think we, uh, could, we still had an AC Milan. Uh, uh,
2: Milan, he was very good, to be but, honest. his so move so was to good. Napoli,
0: and you could see in the first couple of games of Udinese, his mind wasn't, wasn't there. I think he was still thinking about his transfer towards Napoli, but I respect him, mm-hmm. because he said that he didn't want to go to Napoli because he is not a winger anymore. Mm-hmm. He said I made yeah. it clear to them that Central. I I am not a winger. I'm a second striker. That's my position. And hey, if you got to take a step back to play in the right system, it's very I'm sure it was very tempting for him to try to go to yeah. Napoli, but I credit him. He doesn't need a big team. He's got his people. They're in third place, 1 point off of a of first of the top mm-hmm. of the top 2 that are tied, and they are playing the game the right way. They play with heart, they play with passion, and for me, it's all down to the un coaching. Un fantasista,
1: bravo. is very, very good. This is what Cassano calls un fantasista, un palleggiatore. Un palleggiatore is someone that just doesn't look at the ball all the time. He just looks at the play, at the play and slow, everything slows down on, on in front of him. But uh, Adelofo is one of those players that uh, that is un palleggiatore. The, all the rest is just uh, scrappy stuff. Dibala is another one of them. So we have only a few of them in... Uh, in uh, that they're capable to do those things.
0: I think next week what gets really interesting is when Udinese. I, I know they already played big teams. They they played uh, they played Roma. They beat Roma four zero. They beat they beat you guys, um, and they're gonna play against Atalanta. Who Atalanta is mm. another team who's top of the table. Lucky. Uh, who Atalanta is mm. playing a really different yep. style. We already we've talked yep. about it a lot. Uh, they they've reinvented themselves, and the game against Fiorentina was not an easy match for them mm-hmm. as well. That clash is going to be a class clash of two really tough teams to break down. They play a physical game. They will they they try to always stay in a match tactically. Both are extremely organized. So I think I think the coaching philosophy is pretty similar but between Sotil and Gasperini. Yeah, that's well, true.
3: But look at Atalanta. I mean, I think they're the best defense right now, which is remarkable considering you know the team has always <laughs> been. Let's go forward. Let's play proactive. Let, let's let's score as many goals as we can. And you see a lot of these games that they've won, won nothing, you know. And even versus the Roma last, you know, the week prior, where Roma should have maybe won that won that game or at least get some goals in, but they were able to maintain, like you said, the tactics and maintain their position on the field. And even versus a mm-hmm. uh, Fiorentina, which is a very tough game, you know, Fiorentina the way that they press, the way that they go at the 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 opposition. I think it was a very important win for Atalanta and they had even chances to, you know, get that second goal. They they didn't. They ended up getting the three points and winning the game at the end. But like they have a lot of things going forward and the fact that they have a full week every every week to be able to prepare uh, their games. Gasparini, I'm sure, is now uh, salivating at the fact that he can have a full uh, training week. To be yeah, able to dissect things. the opponent team the the opponents so serious
0: question between those two teams that we just mentioned between Atalanta who finally are starting to also we should give a shout to this that their their home form they've already won two games they won four home games all season mm. it seems like their home form is getting better and their stadium by the way looks beautiful on mm-hmm. TV it uh, really looks like an English style stadium I actually loved when uh, when I noticed that because I know they revamped it. Between these two sides, obviously different questions in terms of the ceiling, but do we think that each of these can make an upset? When I say upset for Atalanta, it's pushing for a Scudetto. And when I say upset for Udinese, it's getting into the European spots, which before the season we had carved out for just the elite seven, the ones that we already know.
1: None of the above for me.
2: Yeah, I agree. None of the above. Not for Spalletto, for Atalanta. Explain. So for where do you guys? Sure. Each okay, see I'll, tell their you, I'll tell you. I
1: tell you, the reasons why. All the wins are uh, 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 it's what I call <laughs> miserable <laughs> wins. Those one nothing wins. At some point, Invisible. they're gonna they're gonna stop. I mean, uh, you're gonna you're gonna stop winning one nothing. You're gonna wind up tying a bunch of games and you yeah. wind up losing a bunch of games because, uh, you know, the 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 experience that you have into that team. You 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 have a young team. You don't you're not gonna cut the masters. I mean, right now. It's the beginning. A lot of people. So
0: explain are, their ceiling. What's their ceiling okay, for? Okay, the ceiling. I, Atalanta. Will say, I can
1: see Atalanta, Atalanta uh, coming maybe uh, on fourth or fifth, but not not breaking into the winning the Campionato. That's far. A big Udinese? Stretch. Udinese, I see them. Uh, could be as the surprise of uh, what's the coming, what's making this? the Champions League this year. What? Uh, I'm
2: serious. Easy. I was the, gonna say conference. No, league.
1: no, <laughs> no. They can make it the Champions League. They can make the champions. And one of the big teams is going to go out. Could be Juventus or Inter?
0: Anyone have a different opinion on uh, Atalanta? I'm serious. Inter, uh, I don't on, see Inter doing anything Atalanta. this year.
2: Hot take. You know what?
3: I'll throw myself in the... I'll throw my hat into the pool. I think don't throw that hat no, tonight. No, no. It looks go good ahead. on you. I think Atalanta, given the fact that they're getting these wins and maybe not necessarily playing well... Mm-hmm shows that they have the right makeup to be I able agree. to push for I that. I think that's a good so thing. So once they start playing well, they have the caliber players. They have Zapata, they have Muriel. You said it's a young team, but I think they have a perfect mix because this is a team that has played in Champions League, have played the big games and know what it takes uh, to play those important games. And I think Gasparini now having that week off where you don't have to uh, mix and match players, to, you know, uh, prepare for the midweek game, the travel, the injuries and everything else you're able to finally focus on one uh, you know focus on the campionato so what's a, so what what do you so say i'm going to say that what do you say i'm saying atalanta can be the dark horse to win the scudetto what do you say ah, Pete, I mean, Pete you're you must have so be wrong. you something must have gone wrong you're with so you wrong. yesterday i agree with know I, I don't know why
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> for the first time ever <laughs> I, I don't know, know. Please, please. In uh, it check, went to
0: your
1: head the you best check
2: your temperature can i say?
0: Yeah, he's good. The best
2: case scenario for Atalanta, I think if they make top four, best case scenario. And for Udinese, maybe four. if they make Converse League, it would be a blessing, but I don't even think they can go that far. Listen. Atalanta's not going anywhere near the Scudetto. Mike, we're not going to give it to them. Then yeah, these they be be, that, these actually, are things for, for great, 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 great clips. Yeah, eight like months? I, can't months wait. I can't wait for Atalanta what? to do that. When Atalanta wants to Scudetto in eight months, they're going to post your video. Good, good. I would deserve Mike, you know how much I
1: love Gasperini, don't get me wrong, but I see the makeup of the team It's you know the scrappy wins, the, the wins are wins, but nevertheless, it's the scrappy wins. Fiorentina, I saw Icone uh, playing a very bad game, oh. but uh, yeah, a- Fiorentina, if they you know they they were on the game until the very end technically, and uh, I I just did it it would have gone uh, not not Atalanta will have lost the game, but I've, I would see if Fiorentina will have tied the game, I wouldn't have I wouldn't be surprised. So uh so it, it's the the team is there with a Milan. They had another tie was kind of a scrappy. So hey, let's wait and see. To me, they don't have the makeup to, uh, to make up uh, to to make a. To make the, the champions the league or, uh, i'm saying the yeah, ceiling
0: we'll could be when forget squad, about the campionato so no. since we were on hot takes we uh we had posted on twitter and instagram twitter. uh that anguisa in the moment Angisa is the best midfielder in Serie A. we've done this before oh, were you Pire one of the guys that was me. hating uh
2: on no, the i don't hate i nah. appreciate <laughs> okay i mean for, it's slightly different but uh,
0: so, my question is if he's not the best midfielder, which, by the way, we've posted this for Milinkovic Savage, we've posted it for Tonali as well. Uh, it's just a more of a way, like in the moment, you lose yourself. A you guys are troublemakers. You, you guys
1: are troublemaker. You're creating trouble because Ben is better than those, the, the, of those three uh, guys. is better than all of those no, guys. No, 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 no. Ben is better than Languista. Okay. He's better than Tonali and he's better than uh, what's name? You think so?
3: Absolutely. Better than Milinkovic Savage? Absolutely. No.
1: Absolutely. Milenkovic
3: Savic for me. He's
1: dy- down. But it's, it's not consistent. Look, Benacer is dynamic. It's all over the time. Are you kidding me? Yeah, by far. I guess by the far. This season has just, been the most. Just do survey. Just put it on. Do a survey. Benacer. Not because they say similar, Don't get me wrong. I like even more Robotka. I think Robotka Lobotka and, uh, and uh, Benacer, I would put them tied on the same uh, same level.
3: Explain on Milenkovic Savic. Milenkovic Savic. For as far as dynamic player, I mean, the guy at his size, his ability, his technical ability. The goals that he scores, this is an all round midfielder that you want. And for me is is amazing. And it's it's remarkable that the Premier League teams or any other of these big teams have not put out the money good, don't tell for him. this player. <laughs> How it, many goals did he here. score? How many goals has he scored with a Lazio? That, it's unbelievable. It was, it was unbelievable. a good amount. Yeah, yeah, and what position amount. does he play? Mm-hmm. Center midfielder, Center. okay. So let me know who else has that type of output Bravo. as a Milinkovic-Savic. That's all I got to say. I'm, I'm, w- I'm you with something. you as well, Pete. For no, me, Milinkovic-Savic,
0: if I think about one player, and obviously a lot of these guys, they could play together, but that's not that's not the fun of the game. The, the game is who is the best. For me, I'm with you as well. I don't see any uh, midfielder who dominates as much as Milinkovic-Savic does in a game in terms of his goal scoring and his assists. He's always a nuisance. His physical ability and the size of him also doesn't make sense. And he's really good at playing one-touch passes as well. Like He's got such such this great mix. And I'm telling you right now, what's going to happen, I'm making this prediction. I don't care if I get clipped and it's a joke. In the World Cup with Serbia, you're going to see the world is going to realize who Milinkovic Savic is. Let
1: me tell you something. I said you
0: guys are a little, okay, little bit... Okay, you went. Let my go. Oh, Who's I'm the best sorry. midfielder?
2: Who's the best We all said We all said one This season I think In terms of uh, Being in form I think we have to Give give it to Anguissa Only for this season The first eight games Or whatever Okay explain Uh, I think he's been So dynamic overall I think Spalletti really found How well Found him as a player, how good he can become. Him and Lobotka over there playing in that position. And uh, he knows when to attack. He knows when to defend. He has great stamina. No one could really out-muscle him. And I'm not saying... Savage has been doing it for years. But if we're talking in form, yeah, in form. But we're saying overall the past few seasons, it's obviously Savage. He's been world-class the past few seasons. If you were
0: building um, a team and you started with a midfielder out of everyone because now you have to take everything into account you take oh, past okay. seasons See, that's you a take... different question no no, no. Yeah. but I'm saying you're building a yeah. team you could go all based off right now it's perfectly normal which one midfielder would you start to build your team around
2: I mean based on everything it'd have to be Savage because he okay. showed it in a bigger sample size gotcha. for, but in form I'd have to give a lot of credit to Angie, so that's what I mean
0: I have a last thing for the on the podcast unless you guys have other stuff obviously we got Champions League Monza
2: oh
3: it's beautiful Aladino. Hey, Listen, it takes chops to be able to uh, to select your Primavera coach, and then the guy wins his first game versus Juventus, Not and bad. then now uh, wins three nothing, right, 0-0. versus Sampdoria. 0-0. So Calhanic doesn't Sampdoria have Sampdoria sacks uh, Gianpaolo. Gianpaolo It's been kind of the most sacked
2: coach in Serie. They're yeah, talking about your boy Stankovic.
3: Hey, he kind of look like Stankovic from Red today. Star. All right, mm. hey, Dejan Stankovic, I think is. He proved enough with Red Star.
1: Did he play for Sampdoria a while ago? Mm. Not really.
3: He played Inter many times. And Lazio, then... Inter. He may he he might might have to played play with Sampdoria. I know Veron did. Mike, I know. Mike, double check. Sedorf actually played for Sampdoria, but I don't remember if Stankovic. I think he played with Lazio straight from Red Lazio, Star. Inter, yes, Inter kind of. Inter fans like Loki. We're talking about Stankovic. The thing is with Stankovic, I think uh, Sampdoria is a much better fit for him, where he can get his feet wet. But then you know what. You see a lot of these coaches they're getting the opportunities in there and they're making of it so inter if, if, if you believe no, no, Doria, yeah mm-hmm. so if you believe the 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 coach and his project and what he can what he's able to uh like really show to the to the team and how he can take hold of the locker room there's no more like oh he doesn't have enough experience or this guy's not ready like these guys Italiano, Paladino, Deserbi. The There's Erby also. Like these are guys that have their fresh ideas. We've got to say Sotil also. Sotil. For the wrong mm-hmm. for this time. Like these are fresh ideas ready to go and their teams are performing. There's no more that fear of oh, we gotta defend. We gotta stay here. We gotta try to get that zero zero result.
0: I have a weird topic, but uh I just wanna bring it up because we have Antonio. You were obviously born in body. One of the things I was reading the statement from uh, Joe Barone today who was very upset with uh, the Atalanta fans um, at the statements that they made during the Fiorentina game. And they, they have this territorial, what they call territorial discrimination against Southerners, uh, like they say Teroni. And it was obviously, to, to be fair and show the entire picture, same thing happened in the Napoli game where Fiorentina fans were doing it towards the Napoli fans as well. Um, what do you for you that you're born in Sicily? You've obviously gone through body, body. 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 Sorry, Sicily. my bad. Body, body. I'm sorry. You thought this you're was your the, dad for a second. <laughs> <laughs> thank God he's not my dad. Oh, oh you will. thank God for you. Oh, how we're whipping me shape.
2: <laughs> uh, no,
1: I am surprised. No, you brought that Atalanta, Fiorentina. There are none of them. they're order. Both teams. I mean, it's Florence and then it's Bergamo. Why? Why is this Terroni uh, things coming up with Joe Barona? Oh, it's, uh, it's uh, it was towards It was directed uh, to, right me to them. Oh, well,
0: listen. It, but in general, I'm just saying in in the big picture of, of things.
1: Well, in uh, in the uh, let me explain to you from my point of view. It, the South, the South is a big challenge from the North because the South is what made the North great. All of the people from South, like your dad, me, and all of us, uh, we uh, emigrated to go to the North to, to go to work into uh, the major industry. One of them is the, the Agnelli's Fiat. And then uh, that's where the major industry manufacturers were in, in the north. Now, in the south, we're, we have nothing but agriculture. You know why? Because we don't have the the the, the water, the, the big rivers where the industry, they can set up and just use the water just to run. So there is always the jealousy that uh, they call us Terroni because we've always been a challenge to them. And Terroni is someone that works on the land. Meanwhile, them and the, the people that don't work the land that those are the people that they they work into the major city and that's workers. what they think yeah the fact no 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 it's nothing to not do with faculty that said the intelligence is inside of the
3: the city and the, the like sp- offices yeah
1: well offices and uh, they think that they have more well, class
3: same it's the same discussion north and south here in the us yeah, are, we don't have that right. we had a stereotype terrone, like the hillbillies or terrone significa de la terra.
1: in other mm. words we have our hands dirty with mm. dirt but we make things happen. Like we, farmers are on the call. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Farmer work. Yeah. But it's, Redneck, very it's very derogatory. Yeah, it's very derogatory. It's very derogatory. So explain,
0: explain. explain that's, that's why I brought it to the end of the podcast, because so, I know we talk about football, but uh, this Joe, is something Joe that Shaw is
1: right about complaining about that because there is into the the, the, the derogation and the derogation, how do you say in it in uh, in English? So in this is an offensive term to label somebody coming from the South Terroni, but at the same time there is jealousy. Because the Terroni, the Terroni, wherever they go, they excel, okay? So anytime that they see a terrone stepping up to the some of the highest position, they said, oh, guarda questo Terroni, look at this Terroni. That means, that means, hey, we are the one that we're supposed, we are born to be occupying those positions. Yeah. But on the same time, look at those Terroni, they're stepping up, they're taking over everything because we got brains. <laughs>
3: The conflict has has been around for a long time, and there was like this divide between the north and south. There was even a political party that the biggest that, politician were all Terronis. Yeah, but I'm saying there was also a political party that wanted a separation yeah. uh, of Italy, the secession. Yeah, yeah. the north. But uh, yeah. to the to a certain extent, you know, even in Milano, and I'm not talking very far. I'm talking fifties, maybe 60s, And you You're Sicilian, by the
0: way. You're, yeah, your family's my Sicilian. my
3: dad is Sicilian, my mom is Neapolitan, no, no, but his uncle. Uh, my dad's uncle went to live in Milano mm. and he had to be selective or rather he had to try to find a place where he can live because they would not have they would not rent were not to, on, to, yeah. Terroni. to the Terroni. But the, look what they do
1: right now they're all flocking down to the south flocking where down. all the culture and yeah, all the beauty think, is there. I
3: think now it's changed. It's the unfortunate yeah. part is within the soccer stadium there's still the sense of the hooliganism oh, absolutely. there are a, bunch of a... a lot of ignorant people unfortunately that make certain comments it's not of it's not the the majority there's a minority and unfortunately the minority sometimes are the ones that are screaming the loudest right but uh
1: and some of the people actually they the, the reasons one of the reasons why they're looking down at comiso is because comiso is calabrese too it's uh, it comes all the way down from the south but comiso has got brain too What watch what comiso did he's one of the biggest uh over here in the united states he bought fiorentina he's bringing fiorentina to a a, a different uh you know a level right. and uh and is building one of the most beautiful centro sportivo in Firenze. So there's a lot of jealousy. So, uh, you know, we might be Terroni, but uh, we don't feel uh, inferior to anybody. That's why we always take it to them all the time. I want to tell you one of the funny parts, and then we're going to quit this uh, this uh, subject. When we were in the army, when I, I served on the Air Force, they were the, the Northerner and they were the Terroni, like me. The Terroni, geographically goes from Rome South. Actually, I would say Rome, it's right in the middle, but it's from Naples South. So the the groups that we were uh, we were uh, part of the group, associated as a group, we were all the Sicilian, the Baresi, and the Napoletani. And then, the, the not the fight, but the, the rivalry at any level was uh, against the Fiorentini, the Milanese, and Torinese. I capito. So what we used to do, Well, they were asleep, some of those guys, because the fuck. I'll tell you. No, I'm going to tell you. It's funny. So the Terroni to beat the first on the Adunata because if you're not there when the, the tromba uh, uh, sounds in the, in the in the air force to you wake up right to wake up, not wake up to just be, to be to be present over there. Up. The, yeah, to the last up. people that they show up they wind up in do this on the kitchen. So what we used to do, some of the, the some of the non Terroni, the northerners, they used to sleep with the boots. So in other in other words, to they didn't have to wake up, to be and quicker, and, uh, put yeah. the boots on and just get themselves ready oh and run over there. So what we used to do, we used to just get up yeah, at night frogs? and we used to take oh. the shoelaces at Tied, oh. tied them on the, on the bed. So it's they used
0: trip. to wake up,
1: they were, they were, oh, yes. they were, they were not handcuffed, but they, they, they were feet cuffs <laughs> to the bunk beds. So uh, it You was tied their shoes
0: together. Oh yeah.
1: No, 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 We used to, to, to the tie bed. the
0: shoes to the bed. To the bed? Yes. <laughs> Whose <laughs> idea was that? Oh, it
1: was. You recorded it right, Anton? Oh my wish. <laughs> I got a phone back then. There were no you didn't post it. You didn't then. post it on Instagram? No, we didn't. I don't have an Instagram. <laughs> Guys, by the way, for the for everybody, I don't post anything on Instagram. Those two animals. What are you talking they about? They there's an IFTV handle. Uh, there's an IFTV handle. I didn't know that. What do you mean? My you wife she phone? follows me, but uh, those are the two animals that they post <laughs> <It> on my stuff, <laughs> which uh, which is is good stuff. I love that.
0: Anyway, I I brought the subject up. I didn't know uh, what we use and what we not. but want to. We never talk about this, so I wanted to. You know, there's some backstory that obviously you know because you you lived it. You were born there and you grew up there. Um, but yeah. Anyway. Great weekend of Serie A for most of us, not all of us, but better times ahead. This weekend against Barca, if you could, if you could do something this weekend, yeah.
1: do like Allegri does. Judge me on this game. Tell Inzaghi, uh, tell, uh, tell Simone or limone, or limoncello. Because the more, the more the time goes by, we're going from limone. To when, uh, now we're gonna go from uh, limoncello, and then it was gonna be what. Uh it's going to be maybe Amaro del Capo. So just tell him, <laughs> just say something that is going to make a Limonata. spark. It's going to spark the team into action. You need una scintilla. In Italian, we call it scintilla. In America, you call it a spark. You need to spark the team. So I don't know how you're going to do it,
0: but just do it. There we go. Well said. All right, guys. As always, thank you for watching. Subscribe. We'll see you soon. Ciao, ragazzi. Sure Ciao.